The war in Israel-Palestine is entering a new stage and the Israeli government is in the process of ethnically cleansing more than one million Palestinians, pushing them out of their homes. And at the same time, Israel is brutally bombing the Gaza Strip, which is one of the most densely populated areas on Earth. In fact, there are many reports that Israel is bombing Palestinian convoys of civilians that are fleeing from the areas where Israel ordered them to evacuate. They are evacuating, and yet Israel is still bombing them, killing huge numbers of civilians. As of the 14th of October, more than 2,200 Palestinians have been killed in Israeli bombing, including Israel has killed more than 700 Palestinian children. The International Committee of the Red Cross put this very clearly in a video in which they described mass casualties and destruction unlike anything seen in recent years. Thousands of buildings have been destroyed. Mass casualties are unlike anything seen in past years. The medical system is on its knees. As Gaza loses power, hospitals lose power. Water cannot be pumped. Sewage systems will likely flood. People have nowhere else to go. Meanwhile, the rhetoric from Israeli officials is very extreme. Israel's president, Isaac Herzog, claimed that there are no innocent civilians in Gaza. In a press conference, the Israeli president claimed, quote, it is an entire nation out there that is responsible. He said, quote, it is not true this rhetoric about civilians not being aware, not involved. It's absolutely not true. So this is essentially genocidal rhetoric. The Israeli government is saying that all people in Gaza, all civilians are guilty. And that explains why Israel is killing large numbers of civilians, including women and children, indiscriminately bombing one of the most densely populated areas on earth and saying that the entire nation, all 2.3 million Palestinians in Gaza are collectively responsible. As of the 14th of October, Gaza's health ministry reported that 2,215 Palestinians have been killed in a week of Israeli bombing. That includes 724 Palestinian children that have been killed by Israel and also 458 women killed by Israel. And the Israeli bombing has also wounded 8,714 Palestinians, including 2,450 children and 1,536 women. Now, given this horrific violence, you would think that foreign governments would call for peace, and many governments around the world are calling for a ceasefire and calling for peace, but not the most powerful country on earth. The United States is encouraging more war and more violence. This was revealed in a report by the Huffington Post, which got access to what they refer to as a stunning State Department memo. And they report that in a message that was circulating, the State Department told high-level diplomats they do not want U.S. officials using words like de-escalation or ceasefire. They do not want U.S. diplomats to call for an end to the violence and bloodshed. They do not want the diplomats to call for restoring calm. 
This is bombshell evidence that the U.S. government does not want peace. Instead, the U.S. government is encouraging Israel to kill more and more Palestinians. The U.S. government has already sent $3.8 billion in military aid to Israel every single year, helping Israel carry out an illegal occupation of the Palestinian territories, helping Israel blockade Gaza since 2007, helping Israel implement what even mainstream Western human rights organizations refer to as an apartheid regime that blatantly violates international law and constitutes a crime against humanity. So even before this latest war, Washington had always supported Israeli colonialism. But now the State Department is saying they don't want peace. They don't want a ceasefire. And this is so similar to what the U.S. government has been doing in Ukraine, where many governments around the world, like China and Brazil and Mexico, have been trying to sponsor peace talks to end the proxy war in Ukraine between NATO and Russia. But instead of supporting those peace talks, instead of supporting efforts to end the war, the U.S. government has been trying to fuel and escalate the violence in Ukraine, sending tens of billions of dollars of weapons. In the European Union, it's exactly the same. European governments have sent more and more weapons, and the top EU diplomat, Joseph Burrell, their equivalent of the foreign minister, said that the only solution in the war in Ukraine is a military solution. So similarly today, we see that U.S. and also European officials are openly supporting Israel as it is massacring Palestinian civilians and ethnically cleansing more than one million Palestinians in the Gaza Strip. In fact, the United Nations has publicly condemned Israel's ongoing ethnic cleansing of more than one million Palestinians. In a diplomatic note that the UN published on the 12th of October, it said that, it, that UN officials had been informed by Israel that Israel, the Israeli military, was planning on evacuating, that is ethnically cleansing, the entire population in the northern half of Gaza. And within 24 hours, they were ordering 1.1 million Palestinians to evacuate, to leave their homes, to leave behind everything, and to all cram in to the southern half of Gaza. And this order by the Israeli military also applied to all United Nations staff and all people sheltered in UN facilities. The United Nations said very clearly it considers this, quote, impossible for such a movement to take place without devastating humanitarian consequences. And the UN told Israel to rescind the order, writing, the United Nations strongly appeals for any such order, if confirmed, to be rescinded, avoiding what could transform what is already a tragedy into a calamitous situation. Well, instead of rescinding the order, Israel has continued ethnically cleansing more than one million Palestinians, and there are reports in mainstream Western media outlets that the Israeli military has even been bombing convoys of Palestinian civilians as they flee as they abide by the Israeli order to evacuate. This is a report from British state media, BBC, strike on civilian convoy fleeing Gaza. And I'm not going to show the video because, first of all, it's just horrific. It's horrifying. I don't want to show that to people. But also, this would very likely be censored by YouTube if I were to include that footage. I'm just going to read the way that 
British state media, BBC, which is very pro-Israel, but even they admit what's happening. I'm going to read what they wrote. Reports have emerged of an Israeli strike on a convoy of vehicles heading towards southern Gaza. These vehicles were carrying civilians who were fleeing northern Gaza after the IDF, that's the Israeli military, issued an evacuation order. They, they said that the video we have verified is too graphic for us to show. It's a scene of total carnage. Bodies twisted and mangled are scattered everywhere. Later, the broken body of a small child, a boy dressed in shorts and a t-shirt is seen lying on the truck. They counted dozens of dead bodies, mostly women and children, as young as two to five years old. So when Israel constantly screams about Hamas and Hamas, 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 well, they're actually, Israel, the Israeli military, with the support of the U.S. and Europe, is bombing civilian convoys and killing children ages two to five years old, Palestinian children. Again, more than 720 Palestinian children have already been killed in just one week of Israeli bombing. By the way, the Associated Press, the most mainstream media outlet in the U.S., has also confirmed that Israel is bombing Palestinian civilians as they flee, exactly doing what Israel told them to do. And, you know, Israel is claiming this is all Hamas propaganda, but this is from the Associated Press. The AP spoke with two witnesses who reported an Israeli strike on fleeing cars south of the evacuation zone in the area Israel told people to flee to. And these Israeli attacks killed 70 people, civilians that were fleeing. And the AP quoted a Palestinian who said, quote, Why should we trust that they're trying to keep us safe? They are sick. And of course, this is a Palestinian speaking about the Israeli apartheid regime that is ethnically cleansing Palestinians and then bombing them as they flee. Now, earlier I mentioned that Gaza is one of the most densely populated areas on Earth. And if you look at a map, you can see how tiny this area is. And there are 2.3 million Palestinians crammed into here. They have been trapped under an illegal Israeli blockade since 2007. This is an open-air prison camp. Even the former conservative prime minister of the UK, David Cameron, admitted that this is an open-air prison camp. And now what we see is that 1.1 million Palestinians in the north, especially concentrated in Gaza City, are being forced, ethnically cleansed by Israel, to move to the south. And if you look at a map, that means that this the entire Gaza Strip is only 40 kilometers long. So that's about 25 miles. 40 kilometers and Israel is now cutting off the top half. And Israel is also pressuring Egypt to open the border crossing. And Israel reportedly wants to push the Palestinians out of Gaza, ethnically cleanse them, and to force them into Egyptian territory. Now, it has been widely reported that the Israeli military is planning a ground invasion and will send thousands of troops into the north and will likely destroy everything and raise Gaza City to the ground and potentially reoccupy the northern part of Gaza. So just trapping Palestinians in smaller and smaller territory. So making the open air prison that they're trapped in even smaller. 
the Pulitzer Prize-winning investigative journalist Seymour Hersh published an article on the 15th of October in which he discussed internal sources in Israel, what they're telling him about Israel's plans, and according to his sources inside Israel, he says that the extreme far-right Netanyahu government in Israel has been trying to convince Qatar to join with Egypt in funding a tent city for a million or more Palestinian refugees across the border. So according to his source, there, Israel is planning on pushing more than one million Palestinians out of Gaza, ethnically cleansing them, pushing them into this Egyptian territory, and then trying to get Qatar and Egypt to fund the creation of a tent city. So, I mean, this is going to be their future home, turning them, making them all homeless, a million Palestinians homeless, and then stealing their land. In fact, some former top Israeli officials have admitted that the plan is to ethnically cleanse Palestinians from Gaza and force them into the Sinai Desert in Egypt. This was confirmed by the former Deputy Foreign Minister of Israel, Dani Ayalon. He also served as the Israeli ambassador to the United States and a foreign policy advisor for Israel's far-right Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu. In an interview on the 12th of October on Al Jazeera, Dani Ayalon admitted that Israel's goal is to force Palestinians into the Sinai, and he said that Israel is trying to force Egypt to play ball. So this is the definition of ethnic cleansing. Benjamin Netanyahu told everyone to leave the area. Where were they to go? Okay, very, very, I mean, this was, this is thought out. It's not something that we tell them, go, uh, go to the beaches, go drown yourselves, uh, God forbid, not at all. There is a huge expense, almost endless space in the Sinai Desert, just on the other side of Gaza. The idea is, and this is not the first time it will be done, the idea is for them to live over to the open areas where we and the international community will uh, prepare the infrastructure, you know, tent cities with food and with water. You know what? Just like for the refugees of Syria that fled the butchering of uh, Assad a few years ago to Turkey. Turkey received two million of them. This is the idea. Now, Egypt will have to play ball here because once the, the population is out of sight, then we can go, you know what the palace, what the what Hamas did. It, you know, we when the you said the population out of sight. Is that practically possible in such a densely populated area? And and, and 40, I mean, you have two million people in a densely populated enclave, 47% of the inhabitants are children. Is it reasonable or plausible to, to think that all those people are going to relocate to this ex excluded area and be safe from, from, from a bombing attack? And again, the war we're saying there's warnings, but there are numerous reports on the ground that there are no warnings, that people are getting hit, that families have been killed from these attacks. I'll tell you in a practical manner what we should do and what we can do. Create, like in the past in history, a humanitarian corridor. When there is a humanitarian corridor, and we have been discussing this with the United States, uh, then we can guarantee in this corridor that nobody will get hurt. Now, again, I say there is a way to receive them all on the other side for temporary time on, on Sinai. Because what did Hamas turn out? On the other of side, are we Gaza talking about Rafah? Are, are you saying the, the other side that go to Egypt? 
Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And Egypt will have to play ball because this is human life is at stake. Human life is at stake because you're cutting off power, you're, you're shutting down hospitals, you're bombing residential buildings. I mean, right now, there is a hospital that has not, does not have sufficient power. There is a hospital where people are literally going to die. This is, of course, exactly what Israel has done for decades, which is just gradually colonize more and more of the land of historic Palestine. In 1948, Hundreds of thousands of Palestinians were ethnically cleansed in what was known as the Nakba, the catastrophe. And still today, there are 6 million Palestinian refugees around the world registered with the United Nations Agency UNRWA, which oversees Palestinian refugee status. And ever since the creation of Israel through mass ethnic cleansing of Palestinians in 1948, the Israeli colonialists have taken more and more Palestinian land, occupying and stealing that territory. And now it's quite possible that they're simply going to take the northern half of Gaza and continue to ethnically cleanse more and more generations of Palestinians. According to Seymour Hersh's report, Israel also plans on using U.S.-made bombs in particular, the bunker buster bombs that the U.S. also used in Afghanistan. And according to his source, Israel plans on simply destroying everything in the northern part of Gaza, turning everything into rubble, destroying every building. And then, of course, Palestinians will never be able to return and Israel will continue colonizing that territory and continue to expand. Meanwhile, Western governments are wholeheartedly supporting the Israeli apartheid regime as it carries out these crimes against humanity. And this was acknowledged in an incredible article in the Financial Times, which is titled, Western diplomats are walking an impossible tightrope with Israel. And there are some very revealing quotes in here. First of all, this article discusses how the U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, and the President of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, are both in Israel. They both took trips to Israel to express support for the Israeli apartheid regime and the far-right fascistic Netanyahu government as it is massacring Palestinian civilians. And again, more than 700 Palestinian children have been killed in Israeli bombing over just one week. But what's incredible about this article is it acknowledges, citing a, an anonymous EU diplomat, this EU diplomat told the Financial Times, quote, we may be about to see massive ethnic cleansing. So even the European diplomats themselves understand what is happening. They can see very clearly that Israel is engaging in ethnic cleansing, which is a crime against humanity. And yet they're supporting it. As this article points out, the concern is that the European Commission president could look as if she is endorsing military actions that will cause mass civilian casualties and that will swiftly be labeled as war crimes. So it's also acknowledging that Israel is committing war crimes. And the fact that the top EU official and the top U.S. diplomat are physically in Israel while this is happening is a clear sign that they are endorsing these war crimes and they are endorsing this ethnic cleansing. They're, they might try to twist themselves in a pretzel to try to convince people they don't support it, but they're clearly supporting it. And this is my favorite line from the article. It's, it's so revealing. Now, the EU diplomat also told the Financial Times that they're afraid of the, the backlash outside of the West. This diplomat said, quote, 
Our fear is that we will pay a heavy price in the global south because of this conflict. That is so revealing because it shows that European diplomats can see very clearly that the global south, which represents more than 80% of the world population, the better name is the global majority, they support Palestine. Every single year at the United Nations General Assembly, almost every country on earth votes to condemn the illegal Israeli occupation and to support the Palestinian national liberation struggle against Israeli colonialism. And they represent the global majority. The West has always been against them. They've always represented a small minority of world opinion. They've always gone against the global majority. And here we can see this is being acknowledged by EU officials. They know it. They're not stupid. They're simply choosing to engage in criminal behavior and ally with a colonial power, Israel, an apartheid regime led by far-right extremists, including literal fascists from fascist parties who are in Netanyahu's government, in his cabinet, and they are carrying out war crimes and ethnic cleansing with the full support of the so-called Western democracies. The only major global South country that supports Israel is India. And this is a disgrace to the rest of the global South. India is ruled by a far-right anti-Muslim party, the BJP, which is a Hindu nationalist party, and they see Israel, the ethno-state in Israel, as a model for the so-called Hindu Rashtra they want to create, which is basically, you know, a Hindu version of an, an Islamic state or the Israeli regime, right? And it's not even just Gaza that Israel is attacking. Israel is also attacking other global South countries, including Israel has been bombing Lebanon and Syria. And even the mainstream U.S. human rights organization, Human Rights Watch, which is very biased, even they acknowledged that Israel has been carrying out war crimes against both Gaza and Lebanon, and Israel is using white phosphorus, which is a horrific weapon. What white, white phosphorus does is if it gets on your flesh, it burns all the way down to the bone. I mean, this is like the kind of weapon that a villain in a Hollywood movie would use because you will literally burn people alive. You will burn them until they're skeletons. And as Human Rights Watch writes very clearly, they say Israel's use of white phosphorus in military operations in Gaza and Lebanon puts civilians at risk of serious and long-term injuries. Human Rights Watch verified videos taken in Lebanon and Gaza on the 10th and 11th of October showing multiple airbursts of artillery-fired white phosphorus over the Gaza City port and two rural locations across the Israel-Lebanon border. This violates the international humanitarian law prohibition on putting civilians at unnecessary risk. So, in other words, this is a war crime. And the head of Middle East and North Africa at Human Rights Watch said, any time that white phosphorus is used in crowded civilian areas, it poses a high risk of excruciating burns and lifelong suffering. White phosphorus is unlawfully indiscriminate when airburst in populated urban areas where it can burn down houses and cause egregious harm to civilians. And it's not just Lebanon that Israel is bombing. Israel has also been bombing Syria. And in fact, there are many reports that Israel has been bombing the airport in the city of Aleppo in Syria. So Israel is at war with many of its neighbors. 
Israel is ethnically cleansing more than one million Palestinians. It is massacring Palestinian civilians, killing hundreds of Palestinian children, hundreds more Palestinian women, is carrying out war crimes. Even Western officials acknowledge that Israel is carrying out ethnic cleansing and war crimes, and yet they support this. They support this far-right fascistic apartheid regime that is engaged in crimes against humanity. And meanwhile, there are still 2.3 million Palestinians trapped in Gaza, and they're also potentially on the verge of dying from dehydration because there's no water and from potentially starvation as well. They have no food, and Israel has imposed a medieval-style siege preventing all food and water and fuel and energy from going in. They have no electricity either. The Associated Press published another story titled, Lack of Water Worsens Misery in Besieged Gaza as Israeli airstrikes continue. And it points out that as Israel pounds the Gaza Strip with airstrikes, there is no water. The Israeli chokehold has seen taps run dry across the territory. When water does trickle from the pipes, the meager flow lasts no more than 30 minutes each day and is so contaminated with sewage and seawater that it's undrinkable. And of course, Israel, every few years, Israel bombs Palestinians in Gaza as part of what refers to as mowing the lawn with this genocidal rhetoric. And Israel attacks the sewage treatment plants. It attacks the water treatment facilities. It bombs the power grid and the electrical plant. So now not only is Israel killing people directly by bombing them, but it's also threatening 2 million civilians with dehydration. And they could very soon start dying in large numbers because they they quite literally don't have water. And according to the far-right Israeli leader, Benjamin Netanyahu, this could just be the beginning. In fact, Netanyahu just took a trip to the south and met with Israeli troops on the border of Gaza. And he told them, quote, the next stage is coming. So Israel is planning to further intensify these attacks and likely is going to carry out a ground invasion of the northern part of Gaza and is likely going to raise the northern part to the ground, bombing all of the buildings into rubble while ethnically cleansing Palestinians with the full support of the so-called democracies in the U.S. and Europe. Never forget that, that the so-called Western democracies that constantly lecture other countries about human rights are the ones actively supporting ethnic cleansing and a fascistic apartheid regime as it is carrying out crimes against humanity and war crimes in broad daylight that the entire world can see. With that, I'm going to conclude here. I am Ben Norton. This is Geopolitical Economy Report. I am following the situation very closely as it evolves, and I will be back with more reports in the new future. I want to thank everyone for joining me today. Please like and subscribe. And I'll see you all next time.